with profound, humble gratitude and love to all venerated enlightened masters, we bow to the Almighty in soulful gratefulness for gifting us with their holy, blessed presence. May all beings be awakened by their divine grace. Part one of four. Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule. Nos programs offer plusieurs langues. Veuillez visiter suprememastertv.com baroblique schedule. Nuestros programas ofrecen varios idiomas. Visiten suprememastertv.com barra inclinada schedule. Наши программы предлагают много языков. Пожалуйста, посмотрите suprememastertv.com касательно schedule. Even after enlightenment, I wasn't allowed to know much about myself until much, much later. Uh, like in recent years. Yeah. The higher I go spiritually, the more I discover, or I'm allowed to know some, but not all. Eh? Yeah. Okay, it's good. No, good enough. <laughs> good enough for me to long to go home every day, but cannot <laughs> voluntarily stay. Please keep watching to find out more. Vegan. Feel God's love? Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit godsdirectcontact.org or contact any of our centers near you. Today's episode will be presented in English and Dutch, with subtitles in Arabic, Aulaxis, also known as Vietnamese, Bulgarian, Chinese, English, French, German, Hindi, Hungarian, Indonesian, Japanese, Korean, Malay, Mongolian, Persian, Polish, Portuguese, Punjabi, Romanian, Russian, Spanish, Telugu, and Thai. Aangenaam is fijn u te ontmoeten in het Nederlands, de officiële taal van Nederland. Mijn naam is Ben, het harmonieuze volk van Nederland. Bedankt u dat u veganist bent en hoop dat u de traditionele veganistische gerechten van uw land eens probeert. Nederland is een noordwestelijk Europees land met een kustlijn en vele inlandse meren, rivieren en kanalen. Het land staat bekend om haar bloemen. Zoals de Nederlandse tulip, als ook voor madeliefjes, boterbloemen en paarse heide. Er zijn veel jaarlijkse bloemfestivals. Een van de meest beroemde is een evenement gehouden in de Keukenhof Tulpentuinen, niet zo ver van de hoofdstad Amsterdam. Prachtige bloeiende bloemen verrukken het oog met 800 verschillende soorten tulpen.
Om de kustgeografie en het uitgestrekte terrein op zeeniveau te beheren, hebben ingenieurs in Nederland een ingenieus netwerk van kanalen, dijken en pompstations ontworpen. Als wereldleider op het gebied van waterbeheer en hoogwaterbeheersing deelt Nederland deze expertise vaak met andere landen. Het behoud van dieren in het wild is ook een nationale prioriteit, met verschillende natuurreservaten die zijn aangewezen om oude bomen, planten, vogelpersonen en andere dierpersonen te beschermen. In het grootste nationale park van het land, de Hoge Veluwe, staan meer dan duizend gratis te gebruiken witte fietsen klaar om te genieten van de natuurlijke schoonheid van de omgeving. Een wonderbaarlijk artistiek erfgoed verrijkt ook elke beleving van Nederland. De werken van gerespecteerde Nederlandse schilders, zoals Rembrandt, Vermeer en Vincent van Gogh, zijn te bewonderen in musea door het hele land. Het was ons plezier om glimpen van het blije Nederland met u te delen, bedachtzame kijkers. We bidden voor alle inwoners van onze kostbare planeet om snel helemaal veganist te zijn. Verdurende decennia heeft de hoogste meester Ching Hai onze wereld verlicht met haar goddelijk onderwijs. Als volledig verlicht meester deelt zij de Kuan Yin methode van meditatie aan hen die onmiddellijk de godsnatuur binnenin wensen te ontdekken om in één leven eeuwige bevrijding uit de cyclus van transmigratie te bereiken. De Kuan Yin methode werd beoefend door alle verlichte meesters, zoals de verheerlijkte wereldwijd geëerde Sakyamuni Buddha de aanbede zoon van God, Jezus Christus, de vereerde meester en filosoof Confucius, de vereerde heer Krishna, de vereerde meester en filosoof Lao Tzu, de vereerde heer Mahavira, de geliefde profeet Mohammed, reden zij met hem, Sri Guru Nanak Dev Ji en nog veel meer. De hoogste meester Ching Hai benadrukt dat als we altijd aan God denken, belangeloos diensten bieden aan anderen en de wetten van het universum volgen, wij ons hoogste vermogen als mensen zullen bereiken en werkelijk ons doel op aarde begrijpen. Als buitengewoon voorbeeld van compassie biedt zij liefdevol en met regelmaat materiële en financiële assistentie aan vluchtelingen, daklozen, slachtoffers van natuurrampen en anderen in nood. De hoogste meester Ching Hai, respectvolle dank aan alle speciale personen, organisaties, leiders en regeringen voor al uw oprechte, liefdevolle en voortdurende ondersteuning. Mogen de hemel u zegenen tot het einde der tijden. Wij, 
de leden van de hoogste meester Qinghai Internationale Associatie zijn ook oprecht dankbaar voor uw sterke goedheid en wensen u het beste. De hoogste meester Qinghai ontvangt liefde en erkenning van verschillende organisaties, media, regeringen en personen en talrijke prijzen zoals de Gushi Vredesprijs van 2006, beschouwd als de Nobelprijs voor de Vrede van het Oosten, de Wereld Spirituele Leiderschapsprijs in 1994, de Mahavirprijs in 2008, 22 februari en 25 oktober beide uitgeroepen als de hoogste meester Qinghaida, een ereburger van de Verenigde Staten, enzovoorts. En werd door de jaren heen gehuldigd met talloze andere prijzen en eerbetuigingen voor haar uitmuntende filantropische en humanitaire daden. Enzovoorts. Onze excuses dat we veel andere prijzen en huldigingen niet kunnen tonen wegens tekort aan plaats en tijd. De hoogste meester Qinghai, respectvolle dank aan alle speciale personen, organisaties, leiders en regeringen voor al uw oprechte, liefdevolle en voortdurende ondersteuning. Mogen de hemel u zegenen tot het einde der tijden. Wij de leden van de hoogste meester Qinghai Internationale Associatie zijn ook oprecht dankbaar voor uw sterke goedheid en wensen u het beste. 
als oprechte stem voor onze prachtige dierpersoon, vrienden, promoten de hoogste meester Qinghai het vredige, liefdevolle, plantaardige dieet en voorziet met het ontwaken van de mensheid voor de heiligheid van alle leven een rustige en glorieuze, volledig veganistische wereld, waar personen van zowel dierlijke als menselijke koninkrijken in respectvolle harmonie leven. Haar initiatieven omvatten distributie van alternatief levenpamfletten, de internationale vegan restaurants Loving Hut, veganistische voedselbedrijven, veganistische bondproducten, Supreme Master Television, evenals schrijven en spreken met invloedrijke regerings- en medialeiders, deelname aan conferenties over klimaatverandering op televisie, enzovoorts. Of we het beseffen of niet, haar inspanningen hebben een enorme invloed gehad op het mondiale bewustzijn van de dierpersoonvriendelijke levensstijl en hoe deze goedaardige weg eeuwige vrede kan brengen tussen naties, terwijl we onze planeet redden van klimaatverandering en rampen. De hoogste meester Qinghai heeft de wereld rondgereisd en hield lezingen voor het publiek en haar leerlingen over een variatie aan spirituele thema's. Op 21 december 2021 besteedde onze meest geliefde hoogste meester Ching Hai kostbare tijd om haar liefde en wijsheid te delen en om enkele vragen te beantwoorden die onze leden hadden over verschillende onderwerpen. Vandaag zijn we gezegend om de inzichtrijke conferentie te tonen getiteld Echt mededogen en morele normen zijn de ware oplossing. Deel 14 van 22. Intussen meester en discipelen gehouden in het Engels op 21 december 2021. In Vietnam, I had a neighbor. She was 60-something. And she never wore the top. In summer, she didn't wear it. She just wore the trousers under. Nobody said anything. She was inside her yard, of course. Mm. But this yard or garden was small and narrow and was next to the highway. Uh-huh. Next to the only one national way where the south can go to the central. At that time, we didn't have the north yet. Uh-huh. It was still in the war. Even after the war, we were divided. The Vietnam country was divided into north and south. Mm-hmm. So that's the national way you can go from south to the north. Mm-hmm. And her house was next to it. And she had a husband, of course, and children, three. And they were very kind to me, very kind, very mm. sweet people. I liked them very much. Mm. They were very kind. Whenever I went over, I, for some reason, I went to school together with them. And in the morning, they would give their children some rice soup, mm. only uh, congee with salt in it. Mm. Yeah. But they would give me one bowl also. Mm. Yeah, yeah, share with me. And then... If they had one banana for the three of them, they would give me one-fourth of it also. Oh. The family was poor. Not too poor, at least they have the land and the house. Mm. And the mother was doing some um, making tofu, making yeah. silken tofu. In Vietnam, we make silken tofu, warm, and eat it with ginger syrup. Mm. A syrup we cook with ginger. Ah, yes. Mm. And she made that, and her middle elder daughter carried it to the market to sell it. Mm. They have three children, and they still could cover them, and they went to school. In Vietnam at that time, 
The primary school was free. Mm. It was obligatory and free. So the eldest son went also to the same school with me. So sometimes I went there and we would go together with him, something like that. I forgot most of the time. But whenever I came, if it was meal time, they gave me something. <laughs> it's not only this family. Another family also treated me so kindly like that in Vietnam. In high school time, it was a similar story. Because uh, I had a friend, a buddy. <laughs> when I was older, I studied in a female high school. Mm-hmm. Only female. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Only uh, girls, girls' school. Yes. And of course, I passed by some houses, so we could go together. Yes. Girls. Yes. I have many girlfriends. So if it was breakfast time and I happened to be there at that time, they ate breakfast before I went to school. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> uh, nobody cooked breakfast for me, so I stayed with my uncle at that time. Yeah. So nobody cooked breakfast for me, nothing. I went just like that. I don't remember how I went home for lunch or something. Forgot. Mm. In primary school, I walked home for lunch. It's about one kilometer from my house. But my high school was nearby my uncle's house. My uncle was stationed in a small medical clinic. Yeah. And he was the chief there. So because in the war, many shoulders were wounded. They brought them there for quick first treatment, and then they called helicopters to take them to bigger, if necessary, to a big uh, hospital, mm-hmm. if necessary. Otherwise, we had also other smaller hospitals nearby where I went sometimes to help with the patients. Mm. I couldn't do much, just like taking away their excrement or... Bed pan. A bed pan and yeah. stuff like mm. that, to throw away, wash them and bring them back, stuff mm. like that. Or clean the floor or talk to them, listen to their pain. And with my uncle, I helped with washing the soldiers when they were wounded. You have oh. to wash with oxygen water. Oh. Yeah, and then wash so that the... The medical people, or my uncle can see where the wound is exactly, mm-hmm. so they can dress them. And then we carry them with the patient carrying bed, not bed. A stretcher? A stretcher to carry them. We were small, me and some other kids who live there, nearby also, or, or live in, in the same clinic. We carry them to the helicopter. Oh, oh. Wow. I could, I could. They were adults with their big shoulders. Well, I don't know how I could have done that. Wow. Yeah, I carried with another boy of similar age, mm. <laughs> same size, because we didn't have enough people. There were sometimes a lot of shoulders wounded. Yeah. So we children help out at midnight or whenever they came in. Oh. It was a sad time for kids. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, why did I tell you all this? I don't remember why. <laughs> what was it? Talking about the Alexi's story. Uh, the Alexi's story, I know, but what brought me to this? Oh, the kindness of the neighbors, of my neighbors, and mm. of my uh, classmates' parents. Ah, uh, yes. They were not all rich, but they were very kind to me. Mm. That's all I remember, the kindness of mm. the people, the rural people. The non-rich people are yes. just okay, not. And the family, the neighbors were not that rich. They had to sell this tofu, silken tofu, mm-hmm. and syrup. And the father went to the, like, uh, a bus station where they park all the buses when they come in and out. 
when they come from the south to the central. Sometimes they have to stop somewhere. It's like a stopover because they stop somewhere like where there are businesses, oh, right. businesses or the market, okay. so they can unload their goods. Okay. People mm-hmm. went there to buy things, to sell things. Mm-hmm. So his father was staying there, helping uh, travelers to bring down some goods if they let him. Mm-hmm. If they let him. Sometimes there were um, many goods, you know, so he helped. If they let him, he helped, then they paid him something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Accordingly, there was no fixed price, of course. It whatever. And that was how they worked. That was how they made a living. But they were so kind, so generous like that. Mm. One banana gave me one piece of it. Mm. Tasted like heaven. <laughs> With all the love, you know? Yeah. I never did anything for them. I was just a neighbor's kid who happened to pass by to go to school together with their kids. Mm. Same in another city where I attended high school. Uh, everywhere. Mm. They're so kind, so good. Mm. I feel so touched, even now, talking about it. Mm. They all went to heaven. Yeah, even though they didn't know. Anything. I didn't know anything either. <laughs> Kids, you know? <laughs> teenage. Mm-hmm. Teenage or even under teen. Didn't know anything much. Just something strange in me, but I didn't know much, clearly. I wasn't allowed to know much until later. Mm-hmm. Even after enlightenment, I wasn't allowed to know much about myself until much, much later. Mm-hmm. Right. Like in recent years. Yeah. The higher I go spiritually, the more I discover, or I'm allowed to know some, but not all. Mm. Yeah. Okay, it's good. No, good enough. <laughs> good enough for me to long to go home every day, but cannot <laughs> mm. voluntarily stay. Yeah. Not that I cannot, just voluntarily. Just like now, I volunteer to be like under house arrest. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. Can't do anything. Yes, ma'am. Much more than just this and Supreme Master TV. But I don't mind either. I don't mind as long as this can help the world. In a strange way, it does. More than even if I go out and talk. Because I talk, I went out and gave lectures and seminars and all that. How many people listen anyway? So like this, many more people can listen. Before I went to lecture only at a location. Yes, Master. Now, maybe some thousand people came to listen. Like this, uh, at least uh, many millions or billion people can hear if they want to. Mm. Yes, that's yes, right. It's spread louder through television yeah. <laughs> and uh, wider. Yeah. Yeah. And I do the retreat so that I can conserve my power. Mm. So my talk will be more powerful. It's not just the talk, it's the energy. Yes. Yes. No, yes, master. To go with it. Yes, yes master. Any questions concerning these uh, incredible stories or the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, hadith, records, or you just listen and you forgot to think even? Oh, I have a question, master. Please. When the palace of the princess and her husband flew up, where did they actually fly to? Does it say, master? It just I flew into the sky. I wasn't there. I, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happened to them. Yeah. 
I wonder myself. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they just went to heaven. Yes, most likely, I think. Their time was up. Yeah. They just wanted to live simply or in a hut or something. And then all this was the manifestation. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So if the things went up to heaven or not went up to heaven, it's just our interpretation. Yeah. Probably there was a palace, everybody saw it, and the next day no more. Oh. Mm. So the husband and wife probably went to heaven. Oh, no. Some people just uh, flew up and then uh, disappear. Yes, yes. Mm. It depends on how they choose to die. Yeah. Mm. Maybe the storm carry everything away. Yeah. Just like sometime before I live in a tent, sometimes the storm wanted to carry me away in a tent. Oh. I just didn't let it. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> I tied it very well onto the trees and stuff. Yeah. And then I told the, the storm, I said, I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did, you know. <laughs> and some disciples at that time, because we camped together nearby, you know, next to each other before, like in the persimmon uh, garden, for example, or in the bamboo grove down there. And they heard me. I said, whom are you talking to, Master? I said, I talk to the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I said, he's very strong. Second mm. my tent. <laughs> wow. And I said, I'm not afraid of the wind. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. That's what I say to the wind. You know, the storm, stormy yeah, wind. Yeah. You know, before I, I lived in Sihu and we didn't have any building or anything. Just had tent. Mm. So the storms just sometimes show off their strength to us. But the tents did not fly away, none. Wow. <laughs> we tied them to the tree root or the tree trunk. Yes. Yeah. And somehow it's okay. <laughs> somehow the wind heard me. I told him, get lost, man. <laughs> because it was so powerful, you know, blowing around, you know, leaves and everything. Mm. Tree trunks and tree uh, branches broken everywhere. Oh. I was so mad. I said, I'm not afraid of you. Get lost. <laughs> <laughs> I said, we're living in tents already. You're making trouble for what? Huh? <laughs> Go pick on your own size. <laughs> <laughs> After working on so many animal welfare issues, I just realized that eating meat was simply inconsistent with my views about animals and the work that I have done to protect them. The Honorable Linda B. Rosenthal, Vegetarian. Morgen, intussen meester en discipelen. That's all I have, really. I could not stay in a cave even anymore. Oh. Yeah, wherever I go, whatever happens, it just happens. And I don't care. I couldn't care less. I'm mm. happy. Mm. I don't have time to be sad, okay? Except when I'm suffering because yeah. of the pain of humans and all beings on this planet. I don't have time to lament anything. I'm always happy and grateful for what I have. Liefdevolle kijkers, we waarderen uw aanwezigheid bij de aflevering van vandaag getiteld 
echt mededogen en morele normen zijn de ware oplossing. Deel 14 van 22, Intussen Meester en Discipelen. Hierna volgt Selecties van de Heilige Leer van Theosofie in De Sleutel tot Theosofie, deel 1 van 2, in Woorden van Wijsheid, vlak na opmerkelijk nieuws. Blijf alstublieft afgestemd op Supreme Master Television voor meer positieve programma's. Mogen u voor altijd spiritueel gezegend zijn in Gods liefde. Loving viewers, we appreciate your company for today's episode entitled Real Compassion and Moral Standards is the Real Solution, part 14 of 22, on Between Master and Disciples. Coming up next is Selections from Theosophy's Sacred Teachings in The Key to Theosophy, Part 1 of 2, on Words of Wisdom, right after Noteworthy News. Please stay tuned to Supreme Master Television for more positive programming. May you be ever more spiritually blessed in God's love. Our programs offer many languages. Please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash schedule and suprememastertv.com forward slash BMD.